Hi, and thanks for joining us on Sex and Light. With me, as always, is producer Joe. Hey, what's up? And today uh, is a great day. We have our first ever uh, trans uh, guest, Blair Ryder. Hi. <laughs> so, when I was first talking to some people about getting you on, on here, they mentioned your name. Now, they told me that you were in the top five Canadian trans models. Yeah, in Canada. Yeah. yeah. How does that feel? Well, first off, thanks for having me, guys. Welcome. Um, and, yeah, it feels really good. Like, just in my opinion, I've been, like, a genuine person. So with every opportunity that comes along, I want to do something with it, something bigger, something better. Um, it's a huge platform, and it's something that I can use for, like, really good things. Yeah. So that's why I'm really happy to be in the top five, because, like... Well, it's nice to get the recognition, of course. You know, the fans are great. They're really nice. And yeah. I get to interact with them. And, yeah, it's it's fun. And I get to but meet I mean, new people. I, I can't imagine you're, like, six years old and say, I want to be the number one trans model in Canada. You know, like, it's, it's not a, a normal thing. Right? Am I right? Oh, God, I'm not normal then. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, it no, deviates actually, from conventional expectations. Yeah. Like, at a young age, I kind of did want to get involved in the industry. I liked, I liked people. I liked touching. I was a touchy kid. And, like, I think around, like, 14, I think I was writing scripts even. Oh, cool. Like, just... For plays, yeah? No, for scenes. Like, just, like, hiding them under my bed. That's hilarious. Yeah. But, so, I guess maybe you like showing off modeling... Your yeah. whole life. Yeah, like, I've always kind of been, like, the person who just, like, who just likes to interact and, like, try new things and something that's, like, just not done in a day-to-day life. So it's just, like, I like to keep my life exciting, and here I am right now <laughs> doing <laughs> this. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, what, 20? 21. 21. Well, 21 in August. Oh, well, yeah. see, don't rush it. Okay. I like to rush it because I really want to go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> the whole reason for living and becoming 21 Vegas. is to go to Vegas. Oh, like, I just want to go. Wait, what was the reason I wanted to go for that zipline thing? Because I'm horrified of heights, but I feel like this elastic wire will, like, protect me more than, like, skydiving or something. So It'll be we a good just get you some bungee cords. No, and go where? Out the window? Sure. That's five. <laughs> Dan looks strong. He'll hold the other end. No way. That's crazy. Oh, another milestone. We have our first uh, observer. Oh, yes. We have our first observer, uh, Danny Boy. I think I like a zipline more than I like a bungee, because a bungee just takes you back to where you jumped. A zipline is an adventure. You have a point A, a point B. Come on. Both. Bottom line, why I would bottom line boys, I want to go to Vegas. And I want, I, Vegas would be cool, though. I yeah. think for uh, I would go see Penn and Teller, and I would play Blackjack. <laughs> oh, Brittany. That's why I wanted to go. How could I forget? I want to go see Britney. Spears? Have you been living under a rock? She's been in Vegas for like half a year already. Probably because her career's going nowhere. That's Well, it's better than Celine. She kind of looks like a crow. So oh. I like Britney much better. <laughs> so what is the difference for our listeners? If yeah. you can explain the difference between transsexual and transvestite and transgender. Like the three terms that I think get confused very often. Yeah, okay, so um, I guess a transvestite would be 
a male who gets kind of gets off by dressing up as a woman and kind of like, well, depending on their style, if they want to like overload the makeup and the dressing or like, um, keep it minimal, just like simple. It's just kind of they get a sexual kick off of, off of that. And that's my, like, I guess understanding of it. Transgender is just the main topic, like, uh, or main title, like lesbian, gay, bisexual. It's just the main header. It's just the identifying as the, kind of opposite sex, but you identify, obviously, on the inside yeah. as either male or female. And transsexual is, uh, uh, like, in the day-to-day life, like, being the opposite yeah. gender and just, like, presenting like that. And Do you live as a woman? Yeah. Every 24-7? 24-7. How old were you when you first thought, I don't think I'm in the right body? Ugh. Um... God, it was a really long time ago. I always felt, like, weird. I always felt like it wasn't, like, I'm, like, this is not real. Like, am I sleeping? Like, is my life real? Because it Mm -hmm. didn't, I didn't, like, relate to the boys. Like, like, I always had girlfriends, and I was, like, it it was just, like, I did, I always wanted to be around the girls. So it just, I don't know where to go with that. No, 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 that's, that's, that. At that's, an early age, uh, yeah. boys and girls seem to be repulsed by one another. I mean, they're they're not at that point yet where even they understand what yeah. it is. And like the like me and the girls, like we just interacted. Like no one until like you know grade five and everyone's starting puberty and they just get mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when you know it got different. But like from the early ages, it was like I just gravitated towards everything, everything girl. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um. It's funny because, I mean, in my life, uh, one of my boys is trans, mm-hmm. right? One of my children. Oh, cool. And we knew when he was four. It was like, it was just, it wasn't anything that, that we put on him. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just the way he was. And we're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Did, was your family supportive? Definitely. Like the family, this is how I say it. The family gave a shit about it, stuck around. And the family that I barely spoke to, who, like, didn't really get me in the first place, like, yeah, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's fine. Like, you know, I believe in you make your own family anyway. So, like, I have my very good friends, and I have the people I care about, and I have, you know, the family I care about. And that's all I need. I don't like a lot of people anyway. They're clutter. So. I feel like, the same way. You gotta, <laughs> keep, you gotta do some spring cleaning every once in a while. So when that kind of came around, this situation i guess it was you kind of saw everyone's true colors so it was really easy to pick through normally when i want to get rid of people i just let them see my twitter feed (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i'm not like super ranty there's very few people i rant about but i try to be nice not really she bosses all the guys around on her twitter feed i do do you love it i think it's hilarious oh my god I think, like, I don't think anyone gets that I'm beyond sarcastic. Like, everything I say is just, like, beyond sarcastic. Sarcasm is a fine art. Oh, my but God. I piss so many people off, and I love it. Queens it's like, are, are exceptionally good at the sarcasm. Who is a queen? I'm not a drag queen. I'm just saying. But, yes, drag queens are amazing. <laughs> I actually have an obsession. You have an obsession with drag queens? Yeah, I do. I really love, um, what is it? Cruz and Tango's, there's a couple girls. Um, oh, she's not even there anymore, but like, there's this Asian girl, she's really, really good. I loved her. And then, yeah, there's a I've, few others who are I've funny. always said, if for anybody 
doing like stand up or improv mm-hmm. that they should go see a drag show because these performers <clears throat> are just improving and they're working off the crowd yeah. energy and working off the crowd. Very little. The song is planned. Mm-hmm. The dresses are planned, but the the talking in between, they wing it. And it gets really, really raunchy and really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, one of the things I've always seen with banter is that, yes, it's improvised, but there is a backlog of information you can access. Yeah. Okay, th- this particular group of people are giving me this trigger, therefore I have this response. So I wouldn't say it's like, it's completely 100% improvised, but mm-hmm. it's not also completely 100% scripted. That's uh, uh, crazy, right? Um, <laughs> so... How did how did you get into the adult industry? So I can tell you, like, the version that, like, people who would, like, script themselves on a podcast. Or I can tell you the... <laughs> give us the real. The, the real version. If you give us both, I can edit out the one we don't like. Okay, perfect. Okay. <laughs> or so keep them both. The nice version is I met this lovely gentleman, a big buff gentleman with a camera. And we just started taking pictures. That's just, like, a cute, like, bullshitty version. Mm-hmm. But I met this person, and I'm going to leave their name. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know the word. Like, they're anonymous or whatever. Crazy psycho person. But I really wanted to, like, try out, you know, porn in the adult industry and see what I'd have to, like, offer. And I was like, like, this person, like, we were interacting, and they introduced me to Kevin Dong, who's the photographer at Canadian Tea Girl. Um, and, like, I was just like, okay, no, like, I, like, I kind of started questioning it, not, like, for myself, because I was like, if this is how this person is, and in the industry, like, is this how everyone is? But I was like, Blair, you've always thought for yourself, just try it out, like, you're gonna, well, you're gonna love it, like, you're gonna have a good time, you've always wanted to do this. She's, like, girl, bye, and, you know, like, (laughs) you know, I've been pretty successful with it since. So, that's nice. In the adult industry, where do you want to go in the adult industry? <clears throat> I want to expand. It's, um, like I, like we just discussed earlier, that, like, it's kind of been something that's always been in my head, so it's had time to, like, boil, and, like, I'm 21 now, I'm no longer, like, nine years old. So it's been mm-hmm. years that I've had ideas going on in my head. So, you know, there's plans to expand with, hopefully, like, well, the website will definitely happen. It's actually kind of brewing right now. And, you know, I'd love to do a toy line. I'd mm. love to, um, oh my god, I just like, just you anything You want to do a, a, a toy line or you want to do a line of toys? Sorry. Like, I, just so we're clear, from, you're not making little bigger action figures, are you? Oh with, my god, if I could have an action figure. responses for everything, because that would be Do I owe you 10% for that idea now? Um, we'll set up for a 2%. <laughs> okay, thank I'm not you. Greedy. Thank you, Ben. You're welcome. Um, but, like, everything. I just, like, um, the people I kind of look up to, like, I actually watched a documentary last night of Buck Angel. Um, he's an adult film star, and he's quoted as the man with a pussy. That's it. Yeah, and I've actually been in touch with him. I want to work with him. I would work with him. I Oh, my God, I would die. Like, he just seems so inspirational and just someone who just wants everything but wants to be still themselves and a genuine person and kind of give back yeah. while you know, doing something for themselves as well. It's like, I, I can't even think of where I want to go. Like, I'm not going to, like, start writing a book or anything that, you know, that could happen. 
But I think, you know, music might be fun. Like, I can carry it, like, a tune, so, like, with a little bit of help. <laughs> Writing and directing porn? Um, oh, no, like, oh, my God, I'd love to write. I'd love to write scenes, but music in general, like, I'd like to dabble with that. And just, like, kind of everything, because I've always taken every opportunity. That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, do, do your parents know that you're in the adult industry? Um... We've discussed very briefly. It's not something that comes up, really, and it's not something anyone's uncomfortable with. Yeah. Because, oh my god, we've always been very, like, a fun kind of flirty family. Uh, just, like, we, like, understanding boundaries, of course, but, like, we can, like, you know, poke and be funny and just be mm-hmm. stupid. So, like, you know, we've, ha- we did have that relationship for a very long time. So, like, when I told, um, just, like, just kind of, like, letting them in on it, but, like, nothing personal. Because, like, who really wants to get the dirty on that when you're family? Yeah. So, just said, this is the deal. Okay, great. You know, I'm having fun. I'm not doing this for any bad reasons. Like, the only reason I'm... The number one reason I'm doing this is because I've always wanted to. So, there's, you know... And the money's good. Mm-hmm. I do Okay. <laughs> So what I'm wondering is a lot of people get into it because of the money and not necessarily because it's their passion. Why would you say it's your passion? So, yeah, I've always been a sexually free person. I've always embraced everything about myself. And just, like, it's kind of, it's made me more confident, especially, like, I've always, you know, had a bit of confidence like every average, average normal person. But it's really just, like, it's made me feel just, like, like I smile every time I leave a shoot. And mm-hmm. I'm just, like, well... This day's done. Time to just relax and have, you know, a good time. But, like, kind of going on to the topic of girls who enter the industry for the money, it's it's kind of sad because it's obvious. And, like, I've had a chance to interact with a lot of the girls. And a lot of them are really nice, genuine people. Some of them have gotten wrapped up in the industry and the whole, like, darker side of things. And some have just been, like, you know, say to yourself, you have your small girlfriends, you interact with everybody, see who you can get to know as a friend, and then you go about your day. Um, but then there's, you know, some people have personal issues that they feel being in the industry or, you know, and in, in that, on that side, it would be exploiting themselves, um, you know, to each their own. I can't tell someone not to do something, but I can always, you know, be there to listen. Uh, but it's sad mm-hmm. when girls enter the industry yeah, I was, for not the right reasons I, or anyone in general, I guess. I know lots who gotten in for whatever reason, but. There's back when I was working in porn, there was a lot of drugs, a lot of drugs. There's a lot still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at all surprised. We'd have girls in the bathroom going k holes and just oh my god, too much. Yeah, too much. Um, I'm debating if I'm going to get my parents to listen to this. Meh. <laughs> they should. I'm funny, and I'm honest. <laughs> there you go, right? Everyone should be educated. So that's why we're doing it. Yeah. Are you going to go for the full gender reassignment? Um, it's something I really, really want. Definitely. Um, of course, when the time comes, it's obviously a very big decision. Leaning more towards yes, for sure. Yeah. Cool. But I'm happy for now. Like, I, like I said, getting into porn, like, it's helped me embrace my body. So, like, I'm, I'm more comfortable with having what I have. I'm sure it's helped others embrace your body as well. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yes, it has. 
<laughs> oh, so Jem said over there. I know, we actually have a drum Yeah, set. exactly. Um, yeah, it's been really good, so. Um, one of the things I've noticed, uh, having a trans kid is some people have a really hard time with the pronouns. It takes time, definitely. Um, for about a year, it was very, um, like, I'm a very aggressive, kind of assertive person, so, um, when my family or my friends would mess up, it was kind of like, like, they'd put their hands up, like, <laughs> kind of nervous, I'd, like, throw something, like, do something crazy, even though I obviously wouldn't, but, you know, I would just be, like, offended, because, you know, it's personal for me, too, and they get it, and I get it, and it's, it's hard to understand, and it's confusing, and it's crazy, and it's... Just walk around with a spray bottle, like, for cats. Yeah. Same idea. And they, it, use wrong pronouns, just squirt them. It, it's kind of something, like, you have to grow with your people, too. So, like, the people I keep close, if they respect me as much as I respect them, I have to work with them, too. So, like, now everyone's got it. Like, no one's really, like, messed up since, like, it took about, yeah, like, a year and a bit to get completely used to yeah. the pronouns. But, it, you know, it's hard. And at least, like, I don't know how, how young your child was. When they transitioned, but, or identified as. Well, you said earlier that you guys can tell soon. Yeah, like when we, he was yeah. four. We knew when Cato was four. Uh, I don't, I think it's just been, it was something gradual that was happening. You know, like Kay would just dress like a guy. Mm-hmm. And s- steal his brother's clothes. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because they're all huge and baggy because uh, my oldest boy's a fat fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Donovan. He is bigger. Uh-huh. He is bigger. And I Kay's, bet he's cute. And skinny like you. Just... I like his twig. Oh, when, when Kato was a kid, it was no bum at all. Right? Uh-huh. It was just two legs in a hole. That's all it was. I just started getting one. <laughs> I've had a lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ever go to straight bars? Yeah. Like... If I go to, like, a quote-unquote straight bar, like, I prefer pubs because you get to, you know, just chill out and stuff. But I like going to the club district and everything. It's, it's not something I do often just because I can drink in my house with my friends and it's do whatever we want. And if something breaks, you know, security's not going to throw you out. Like, it's fine. I can <laughs> clean it up, sit down, whatever, you know. So, like, if I, when I go out, like, I don't mind. I'll go anywhere and just. Like, I'm, in my head, like, I'm just normal. I just go wherever, and, you know, most of the time people are nice to me just because I'm nice. And I've found that if, if you treat people with respect, yeah, they treat you with respect. Mm-hmm. So what are your favorite clubs to go to? My favorite clubs? Oh, God, I actually don't have any favorite clubs. Like, I'll just go. Yeah, yeah I'll just, just wherever, right? Yeah. <laughs> Used to go to the place, uh, Spadina in Richmond called Club 22. Or Catch-22. Spadina and Richmond? Yeah, this is years ago. Like, oh, like I've been literally in, 20 years ago. There's a couple places that are nice around that uh, college in Spadina that are... Uh, what's it called? The Pond Painting Red? Red Lounge. Yeah, Red Lounge is nice. I like that one. So how long have you been living in Toronto? Um, My whole life, but on and off. I've always kind of, like, moved around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I've always had a place in Toronto, so... What are the big cities you've been to? Mm. 
Oh my god, I'm actually not a huge traveler. So, like, I've only been to Toronto, um, and Ottawa, and, like, you know, a couple of cities, like, north of Toronto. You know, this, this when Ottawa town. calls itself a big city, they're lying. You oh, I don't call them a big city, but, like, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> They've got some important stuff going on. Yeah, I like, them that. I like their architecture, but everything else, I guess, is pretty chill. It's okay. So, <laughs> now you said you visited some of the smaller towns up north. Yeah, just like, um, God, like, like I guess like Huntsville's area yeah. and like Cottage area. And have you noticed any of the, the way the people there treated you differently from Toronto? Because Toronto <laughs> is a progressive city. Yeah. Overall. For the most part. Um, We've seen most kinds of people here. Most yeah. Most people like, here, but in a smaller town, I imagine they're going to be a little more surprised when they hear your voice for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, my voice has been, uh, I guess, stamped as unique. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't, like, give it away, but it's, like, it's unique that, like, people are like, huh? And then they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, like, um, people in Toronto, like, yeah, like, I've always said, they just mind their own business. Like, it's a big enough city, but it can be lonely. So, like, people just, like, like don't pay attention unless they want to. But, like, up north, um, depending where I am, some of the people have known me for a really long time or, like, have been a close friend or family member. Um, but it's just, like, it's still different because it's, like, they've never been around something like a transgender person. But it's it's Is weird it... that, no, like, people up north embrace it. Mm-hmm. Like... Well, they're just excited to see something different. Yeah, and, like, their questions aren't rude, and they're very sincere. And I really love, like, that people up north actually want to be educated rather than beat the crap out of me. So that's nice, too. That probably makes it a lot nicer. Oh, yeah, you know. It allows me to wear higher shoes when I go. (laughs) That's it. It's, uh, yeah. I I would never have thought going to a, a small town would be supportive. Um, like, there's obviously always people that are just rude, like, and that's fine because they have their own issues they need to work through. Right. I'm fine with myself. Get over it. Have a nice day. See that's you it. soon. Like. <laughs> when was your first Pride party? My first Pride party was, oh my god, I didn't go to Pride until, like, three years ago, maybe two years ago. Just because I've always been busy. <laughs> so, like, I've never had time to make it. It's, it's, it's a whole week, really. I know. It's. But I'm like, a really busy person. <laughs> wow. Um, but like, at least I, like, I'm for sure going this year. And yeah, there's kind of things maybe happening with me and some other things around Pride. So I'm really excited for that. But like, I love Pride. It's fun. It's just like. If you hang out with Rob, he wants you to bring your own crack pipe. He doesn't share crack pipes. Oh my God. Yeah. It's... Oh, again with the Rob Ford. Oh my god, you're one of those people. I did not hop in the bandwagon. I don't, I don't even know who he is, really. Um, I, I just, he's I, our mayor. No, I get it, but like, I just don't pay attention, cause like. Thank you. Like, sh- let me just say, like, there's been, cause like, I did a little bit of like, I, well, I had some interest in like politics and everything a while ago, so like, there's been some nice things he's done for the city, but like, just get your help. Like, when the scandal first happened, when I heard about it, I was like, even if it, he doesn't have a problem, just go away, take a break, come back, and just say that you're going to do good. Like, just shut up. Just shut up 
shut up and say you're going to be a good little boy and shut up. I, I, I think I, I had the most respect for him when he told the camera crew that he eats his wife pussy and that's enough. Oh, I had respect for him when he got hit by a camera. That was really funny. <laughs> he got hit by a camera or he walked in? No, it? well, I guess it was a little bit of both. It kind of looked like... Yeah, it, yeah, it looked like it was going down. The camera guy definitely wanted to get some of that. Just throw the camera at him. <laughs> do, you, do you find that, that uh, other trans women are, are catty? Oh, my God, yeah. And it sucks that I have to say that because I'd love for there to be a community. Like, I'm one of the nice ones. Can we define caddy? Caddy uh, as in because... Oh, like a... Like a, like a like no, a, not, I'm not a cat. Do I look like a cat? No, I'm no, just... No, I'm just... I'm, just <laughs> I'm only teasing. Caddy is, like, just, like, kind of mean, conniving, sneaky, just, like, nice to your face, mean behind your back, mean to your face, mean behind your back, doesn't mm. matter. Um, but, yeah, there's... It, it, because being trans, it's very superficial. It's all about the physical appearance because it, it's, it's about all about the physical, physical appearance. Like, right. how, how else can I say it? So, like, if you're prettier, a lot of people aren't going to like you. And if you, like, are nice and are relatable and are funny, the other girls aren't going to like you. If you are anything that, if you can do anything they cannot or be anything they aren't, they don't, they like, don't you. like you. And if you're exactly the same as them, you're after their spot, so they don't like you. Actually, they're... <laughs> no, yeah. You know, <laughs> and, like, I'm not like that. Like, I've always had girls around me, whether, like, they've, they're models as well, that, like, they might be more popular or less popular than me. Like, I've always had people around, but I always make it clear, like, I'm not going to be posting all these selfies with you. I'm not going to be doing all this nonsense. If you're my friend, you're my friend. That's it. Yeah. But, like... And then that's how you see, like, who's kind of, like, looking for what and, like, who's catty and is, like, just in it for, like, something, like, unnecessary, you know? Yeah. It's, (laughs) I I remember some of them were just hideous as boys. (laughs) Hideous. Uh, A late ex of mine, um, she was just hideous as a boy. Everybody thought so. Oh, she my God. Put on some makeup. Gorgeous. But a terrible, terrible boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't help but laugh. But you still you get opportunities to trade notes with uh, with the other ones, don't, don't you? To discuss how your experiences have differed from person to person, how their families treated them. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> like... Y- once in a while, you'll always get that conversation, but I'm kind of, I guess I'm thinking more so on the girls that I've met, just like, um, I guess like in the industry or who are more open about themselves. Like I know like all the personalities under the rainbow, like, cause I've always tried to get to know everybody. Yeah. So like, there, yeah, like it's really nice when you can have a conversation with another girl or even a trans guy and just like have somebody understand you because unless you're trans, you don't understand. Like. Bottom line, you can, like, you can accept it, you can tolerate it, you can, like, try to understand from, like, an outsider's perspective, but obviously unless you're in the mindset. So it's really good to have, like, those people around that you can talk to who are, like, when you say, like, I feel bad because this ha- this had happened, if I were to say to just, like, a random, like, guy friend or a random girlfriend, they might not completely get it. Like, obviously my girlfriends would be sympathetic and my guy friends would kind of be like, Blair, Snap out of it. Get over it. Just smile or something. But, like, 
You know, it's it's always nice to have that. Awesome. Yeah. Have Have you ever actually performed on stage? Because I know you were saying earlier that you like the drag shows. Mm-hmm. Have you ever performed on stage? No, and like I've been asked if I've um, done drag. Actually, if we want to go back to that, because and it's like it doesn't sure. offend me because there are quite a few trans girls who do drag just because like you're just being a more exaggerated version of yourself being a trans girl. So, like, I wouldn't... I don't take offense when people ask me about and the that. the money's good. I would do it. I, like, even just performing just as myself, like, not, like, dressing up and, like, eyebrows up to here. Like, just, like, kind of myself a little more draggy. Like, I could totally do that. That'd be really fun. You've never seen a drag show, have you? I've seen them on YouTube. I haven't but been you've never person. been to Oh, never watch RuPaul's Drag Race this season was amazing. You don't want to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, you do. Adore and Bianca are great. I gave Gossip Girls a chance. So no. I give this a chance. Um. RuPaul's fine. <laughs> that one is just like, kill it. you might as well just jump off the balcony. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, that was the threshold that I crossed, and so anything that's not as bad as that is worth like, a try. The stunning thing about drag shows is that the girls will get tipped. Yes. While they're doing a show, people will come up and give them money. And they're not for, even getting naked. For, for lip syncing. Mm. <laughs> they're not even singing for real. It's not even like karaoke. When's the last time doing a set and stand up, someone came up and gave you $5 or a shot? Cause you were doing a good job. Exactly. Well, sure as hell wasn't the booker. Booker what? gives you fucking nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty jealous about that. So that should be my next endeavor. Yeah, I'm pretty jealous about that too, but I can't work heels well. Yeah. Oh my god! So like, I'll be, I'll do, I'll be like a drag king, or would that be weird? And you could be a drag queen, or we can just both be drag queens. Drag queen. Because I want to get a new dress. <laughs> <laughs> and you need a reason to get it? No. Oh, okay then. It's just another Monday. Wait, is it Monday? Sunday. It's oh, Sunday. Fuck. Just another Sunday. So, <laughs> just another Sunday. Um, do you find uh, uh, the term tranny or tea girl offensive? No. Because there's no. a lot of that. Some people hate it. Some people like it. Some people yeah. don't give a fuck. Um, in context, of course. Like, even if someone is kind of rude, depending on the level of ignorance, like, it, it ends how it ends. But, like, if someone's just going to, like, throw it at me just to insult me, I don't really care. Like, I'm so over it. Like, I'm just... Get out of my face. Like, I don't yeah. need to know you. Like, I just turn around and say, talk to the back of the head because, like, mm-hmm. it's not going to respond. I don't have time for it. But, like, T-girl is, like, just a normal term. It's just kind of just... It's like saying, like, gay or homosexual. Like, it's yeah. just another nice, polite, politically correct term. Um, tranny, like, it's fun. Like, you know, on my Twitter, I'll use it. But in my day-to-day life, it's not something that comes out a lot just because it's more I see kind of in, like, the adult industry. It's yeah, because you an see all kinds of term. called, you know, tranny porn. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't mind it for the work. Like, it's it's fine. I get it. We all get it. Um, But, like, unless it's thrown at me, like, super offensive, it's very hard to offend me anyway. So, like, unless you're, like... They have to try harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try really hard. Like, you have to, like... You have to probably, like, I don't know. I don't know, like, do some, like burn my closet to piss me off, like, set it on fire. That's just horrible. I know, that's, also, like... I don't 
See, risk getting the dog hurt. That's like setting a Bible on fire. Like, oh my god. No, no, Bibles are okay. They burn really, really well. <laughs> do they? <laughs> oh, they burn slow when you roll them. Yeah, they do. They do, don't they? It's the nicest thing about a Bible. <laughs> right. <laughs> I haven't had to buy papers for a year. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Did you roll from the Old Testament or New Testament? Yes. Which one? Both. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you find it hard to regulate yourself considering the amount of drugs that are in the industry and, and around Church Street and all that? Mm-hmm. Like, you definitely, like, I've always been able to read people really quickly. I'm like, I'm not just going to not speak to someone if they're into drugs. But, like, you know, you t- you can tell who's really into the party and who's able to leave the party early. Mm. Um, so, like, it's you really have to be naive. And I don't say that to insult anybody. But you really have to be naive to get into the drug scene in the LGBT scene because it's so obvious now and like everyone's so open about their usage like you know i'm pro marijuana like you know smoke all the weed you want i don't care like it's a simple drug Mm -hmm. but like and if you're gonna do harder drugs like try to you know be responsible with it it's just it's really obvious when it's obvious in that scene is i guess what i'm trying to say so I have a question for you um, pertaining to the adult industry. Mm-hmm. Would you say, uh, based on your experience, that it would be easier or more difficult for someone with a more specific niche, such as yourself, to actually get into the industry? Because there's a demand for it, but how much mm-hmm. of a demand? There's actually a huge demand for trans porn, but because it's kind of like... So like trans is like the new black, so if, you, if I can put it like that. Yeah. So it's something that like, you know, it's there, it's... It's fine, but it, it's just like what, it, you know, and I'm not, and I'm referring to like ever ago. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying referring to black people like that now, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Just it's, yeah. I remember back in uh, the early nineties, the big thing was bisexuals yeah. because all the guys from Red Hot Chili Peppers said, yeah, we're bisexual in Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, we're bisexual. So it was like the cool thing. Yeah. So, uh, do you find that, uh, what's popular in pornography reflects what mm-hmm. people are generally thinking about. It's kind of like something that isn't the norm. And I guess I'm saying like anybody with a movement, there's in the, like, if you're not saying it out loud, you can still think it in your head. Yeah. So like, and it's the best of both worlds, like a chick with a dick or a dude with a vagina and great, you know, Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! but it's like, it's, it's different. And it's like, Oh, what is that? I haven't thought of it like that. If you really haven't been exposed. And it's really something that even if you aren't sexually into it, it's an interesting thing because then there's a whole identity and then, you know, the transforming is really like, there's a whole, so many sides to it being trans in general. So yeah. Yeah. And then, it's interesting. Uh, talking with, with, Someone who's trans and getting their view on everything, especially uh, everything that's said to be negative, you know, like mm-hmm. the word tranny and all that is. Yeah. It was never a big deal when mm-hmm. I was downtown. And like I said, that's 20 years ago. Yeah. Like 15 to 20 years ago. So it was like everything's kind of changed, right? Like it's become more accepted. But there's a lot of negative stereotypes. Like people kind of, if people see a trans person on the street, like, there's been times where I've been kind of near a 
another trans person on the street where I know or they know, and it's like we're just walking by, we don't know each other. But I've seen, like, looks say if they're less passable than I. Like, I've seen the looks they get, and then I don't get any. Like, I get checked out or something, and I was trying to toot my own horn. Yeah. But, like, for some, you know, you know, just embrace yourself or whatever. But, like... It's it, cool having that kind of acceptance. Yeah. You know, where yeah. You, don't, you don't have to worry about watching your back or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really good. But, like, everyone, like, you just, like I was saying, like, you just see a person, you see a person. If you notice something different about them, you're obviously going to give them a look. And mm-hmm. some people take, you know, offense to that. Some people don't. But, like, a look is a look. And if someone's looking at you, it might not be because they're seeing, like, you know, you might have a bicep or an Adam's apple or something. Like, they're not looking for that. They're just looking at you as a person and something different. Woohoo. Yeah, yeah. Move on with your day. Now, I I lost a bet a long time ago, and I had to do drag. Oh, did you? How hard is it for you to shave, like, everything all the time? Uh, do you shave everything, or are you naturally hairless? And before you answer that, how hard did you try to lose the bet so you had an excuse to okay. drag? I was really, really high. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was a better pool player than I was. Okay, fair enough. Oh, my God. Um, well, actually, for a really long time, shaving was very difficult. Um, it was only until recent that I started doing laser hair okay. removal. So it's, oh my god, I'm only on my second treatment, and I just felt... So much better. So much better. It's so much less hassle, and it's... it's so much less, yeah, so much less hassle, and it's, ugh. Yeah, it's amazing. It's I- the best invention ever. Are you naturally, like, hairy? Um, well, like, I'm European mix, so, like, yeah, I'm a little, like, I wouldn't say, like, beyond hairy, but it's just, like, it, like, when I was getting thicker, like, hair, it's, like, kind of coarse, I yeah. guess. Like, just, like, it's no, like, a, like, a little less than what you have. My whole I, back, including my ass. Oh, I've I never had like, back hair. I can do, I can do, like, cornrows. I do oh cornrows in my ass hair. Um, just because it keeps it nice and neat. Yeah, it keeps it clean. Um, but I've never had that, like, like, back hair. Like, obviously, everyone has bum hair. And, yeah, just like normal body hair, but it's not there anymore. It's awesome. Thank God, right? I should get laser it, for my back. It would take a long time, and you, if you want it, like, like you pay like a chunk, and then you, like, it's gone for forever. It's my my back is really so like bad. like permanently. I would have thought basically that it, permanent. Like you'll get like you know how some people like say on the forehead or something have like little baby fuzzy hair. Yeah, it's, like kind of like that. Okay, hmm. I need like a Death Star type laser. Like, that's strong to get rid of mine. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. Children have gotten lost in my back hair. Like Hansel and Gretel. Oh, my word. I used to joke that I burned my mom on the way out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Stop being a joke because it turned out to be true. No, it didn't turn out to be true. <laughs> uh, here, here's a question uh, that I've been sitting on. Um <clears throat> I don't know exactly how uh, difficult that the actual operations are. I imagine that as time goes on, the process mm-hmm. is getting easier, but the emotional side of it d- doesn't. Have you come across people who have regret the choice or thought, ooh, I think I want to change back? Good question. There's some, some people... Um, and it was really unfortunate when I kind of found, I found out I didn't, I wasn't told, um, by him, um, because he, he's, uh, F to M. 
Um, actually, yeah. There, let me give one example, and I'll sure. leave his name out of it, too. Um, F to M, really sweet, and, like, his family wasn't too accepting of it, and, you know, his story went the way it went, and mm-hmm. then decided to kind of, quote-unquote, become more comfortable with herself, and then shortly after went back and was like, I can do it. I'm like, once you're trans, you can't, like, leave the club. Like, Mm. I think it will always be something, unless it's just a phase. Like, some people go through a phase, but some people are just, they can't handle the pressure. But it's, you have to make yourself happy before anybody anybody else. I mean, that that brings up a, a, a really good point. Because I've known... I want to say two guys in their Mm mid-30s decided they were going to be uh, transgender. And transition to a female? And transition to a female. Okay. And it's uh, uh, really because they don't have any kind of successful love life as a male. Oh, really? That's... That's different. It's... Do you find it at all insulting? Like, (laughs) this is something that, that... you've grown up with and and for you to have grown up with it and gone through uh gone through all the, all the trials and tribulations that you've gone through yeah do you how do you, what do you think of people who's at 30 say eh, i'm gonna get a sex change if it were like a legit decision when a doctor would kind of sit there and be like are you sure and ask are you <laughs> sure until the doctor was like okay no <laughs> it's yeah. not happening because, like, you have to, like, it's a, it's mentally like, some people can really get screwed by this. Like, it can really affect them when they go through the full um, sexual reassignment surgery. Yeah, and just because it is a huge deal, like, you're re, you're being reborn. You're, it's a whole new thing. Like, no one will experience it unless they have. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, like, I'm not offended because, like, if they're not me, I could give a shit. But, like, I would be like, dude, are you kidding me? Like. And, dude, I call everybody dude. So, like, <laughs> it's like, dude, like, sit down. <laughs> this is silly. Like, it sucks. But, you know, go get a hooker. Like, you just <laughs> get laid and you'll be fine. Hookers are expensive. <laughs> well, if you go to certain areas, I'm sure they give discounts. <laughs> after midnight. After midnight. After I feel like I put the money away for uh, for a good experience. Well, I'm like, you'd end up spending more on, the like, the medication for whatever bump you got the next morning. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was walking up Church Street, uh, uh, just south of, of Gerard. Oh my god. And this, this long time ago, this one I lived off, just off Church Street. Um, and this chick comes up to me, she's got a black eye, she's like, I'll give you a blowjob for ten dollars! I'm like, no, that's, that's okay. Oh, poor, poor person. Oh no. <laughs> now, have you started hormone, uh, treatment? Um, like, I've interacted with the doctors and everything, but it's something that's actually going to be happening really, really soon. Yeah. And, uh, uh, now my, what I've noticed is that people who go on any kind of hormone treatment, mm-hmm. right, uh, it kind of fucks with their head. Um, depending on the doctor, like, if you got a sketchy doctor, like, I think with anybody for medical attention, like, I'd be willing to pay more if it meant the help is really good mm-hmm. yeah. and honest. 
Um, but like some doctors are sketchy and that's when people get fucked with because the dosages are too high too quickly. And it's really something because it's so still unknown that like doctors are still really under trying to understand it, mm-hmm. even though they can like do the hormones and everything. They understand that. But like sometimes they get it wrong and you know, people end up tweaking, but it, you know, they just have to lower the dosage and kind of regulate themselves. It's really, you have to monitor yourself when you're on them. But yeah. Um, for, for, for the who don't know, and I would say myself included, uh, what is it exactly that the medication is trying to do? Is it trying to, uh, I don't know, I mean, take down uh, masculine uh, factors and increase feminine one if you transition from male to female? Um, is the chemical different from person to person? Yeah, different from person to person, but when you start, you basically are starting with what you start with. So say if you wanted to be a female or you want it to be a female. You got your body, that's what you get, unless you're going to pay to have it completely reconstructed. Right. Um, like, I think I'm okay. Like, I'm not going to, like, do anything crazy. But, like... As I understand it, uh, from my dealings in the community, the the goal is to lower the testosterone and raise the estrogen. Okay, so I thought of it. So, for... I can speak for M to F... um, just from, from my understandings of it, it, it redistributes your body fat. So like, say the muscles, say if like, you have bigger biceps will like kind of disintegrate, quote unquote, and like redistribute to like your thighs and hips and, um, and buttocks area. And I guess like on the stomach too, cause some girls have like, just like, uh, some cellulite or whatever. It's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I know a lot of girls who have that, like, it's just like st- the stomach's different, mm-hmm. but it goes to like this kind of mid area. Cause like, just think of it. And I guess what I'm saying is with the cellulite thing, cause I guess it's not that, but it's basically you don't have a uterus. Like you can't get a uterus, but it's kind of like preparing your body that it like tricking your body to like, obviously be female or turn it into female. So like, everything that comes with it except a period. So, like, you will have a monthly cycle, and, like, mm-hmm. that's why the fat goes to this whole kind of section, because, like, women have babies, and... Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? It makes sense. <laughs> that it was did. a lot of rambling. Yeah. It makes sense. So what's next for you? I mean, you're going to build a website? Yeah, well, like, just recently I hosted... I'm a fashion event, Latex and Lace, with uh, Fatima, who is a guest on your show, um, it was really fun to work with her, and it was just, like, a corset brand and a latex brand. So, like, I definitely, because I've hosted before, and I want to get definitely more involved in that and really interacting with my fans because, like, nowadays with social media, it's it's really all about the fans and interacting. So anything that kind of is gra- gravitates towards that. So more hosting gigs, just, like... How many followers do you have on Twitter? 6,800 and something. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, That's 6,730 more than I have. Hey, <laughs> it just, ha- like, like I didn't expect it. And I'm not saying it's like a huge number, but I'm so, like, I appreciate all 6,800 plus people. Like, they've all been so nice. So, like, like. I just, like, I actually see them as, like, people. I'm not just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, the numbers are higher. I just want to be popular. Yeah. Fuck that. Like, it's so cool. Just, like... That's awesome. I've seen some of the interactions, and, and uh, you're very, very witty. Mm-hmm. Um, when can we expect a website? 
Um, well, like, I'm still looking for a designer because, like, I really want it to be perfect and I want to mm. be able to offer a lot of different things. It's kind of going to be a different take on kind of the Adult Star website, which I'm really excited about. So it's going to be amazing. And it's going to be something that, like, kind of anybody want, would want to be a part of because it's going to be that different side of it. So I'm really excited. Well, Blair, you've been an excellent guest. Thank you for coming and doing this show. Uh, we can follow you on Twitter at Blair Rider X. Yeah. Yep. At Blair Rider X. And if we want to be really pervy and check out your pictures, we can go to. Uh, definitely I post them on Twitter, some personal photos for the fans. So like you can definitely check it out there. But, um, all my stats are on CanadianTeagirl.com. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, I'm Eli Jaquin on behalf of producer Joe. Thank you. Thank Have you a so good, much for having uh, me. Have a good uh, prolonged period of time until next week. That's it. Bye, guys. Hey, it's Blair Ryder's 21st birthday on August 31st. She plans to be celebrating down at the Waste Aqua Lounge. Maybe we'll see you there. <laughs>